0: Please listen carefully. So 2020 is almost in the books. We have, uh, the time we're recording this, we have three weeks left. Mm -hmm. Uh, What, let's let's start off with a highlight. Like what was a highlight of 2020 for you?
1: Uh, well, 2020. It's pretty much consumed by COVID mm. when we think about it, right? So it was March. 12th, we were here. It was my birthday. You had just told me I was just sitting at the desk and I think there was a lull in classes and you had said that Governor Wolf was on the. On the news, <laughs> giving a press conference. Yep. And um, and we did run classes the next day, but then the day after we were shut down, everyone was shut down. Um, so a high, I think a high, off the top of my head, a high would just be, not that we're through COVID quite yet, but um, getting through the 83 days or, or so of being totally physically shut down. Yeah. Um, so I think for me, as a business owner, and I feel like a lot of other business owners who are still running out there, whether they're gyms or not, I think a high is just simply surviving. Cause this year is definitely um, a war of attrition. It's just trying to sur- just trying to survive.
0: Yeah. Um, Cause I mean, no matter like whether you go to a business school or it's something that you learn of, you're not really trained to deal with a pandemic.
1: No, it's those things in like contracts and, and things that you s- totally skip over reading because, you know, Doesn't like happen. natural disasters and pandemics are like clauses in contracts and stuff, but you never actually uh, think it'll happen. And, um, you know, none of us were old enough to remember the Spanish flu, right? Yeah. And like, you know, the bird flu would be, I guess, the most recent Closest one, but it wasn't nearly to the extent of this. So, um, yeah, you know, you're not really trained on it, but <laughs> <laughs> you,
0: you, you learn through it. Hopefully, yeah. And luckily, we have. Uh, what what was the best part of being ha- like having that downtime? Not downtime, but that adjustment period. Let's call it where we were under that stay-at-home order. Because I remember, from for me, it was learning how to coach remotely yes and adjusting to that style of coaching
1: yes so I really like this business model of being an affiliate because we can run however we want versus franchises where you're part of a larger organization and so the analogy of a, of a small business versus a, a corporation or a, you know a franchise is that we're we're more like a jet ski that can pivot super quickly yeah um, Whereas you know something like a cruise ship, which, I mean, no pun intended for COVID, but you know we we were able to maneuver more quickly, right? So Mm -hmm. with with our staff, the way it is, once we were shut down, we had a staff meeting um, that night that Governor Wolf had gotten on the news. We decided to stay open at least the one more day to get more information because that had come out that after that afternoon, and we just weren't we didn't have all the information. And then, of course, that next day we got more information and everyone was shut down. So the 83 days that we were, we were shut down, at first it was only two weeks. They said that, you know, we, we need to flatten the curve and, you know, be closed down for two weeks. And then that obviously got extended and eventually it was 83 days till yellow phase. Yellow phase, we weren't even indoors, we were outdoors. Um, but at least we were seeing people face-to-face relatively. Oh, yeah. So during the 83 days, instead of just shutting down completely service-wise, we said, all right, as a staff and, and as, a, as a service-based business, you know, what is, our, what is our mission? What is our goal, right? And even though we were shut down physically, we're here to get people fit and to keep people fit, right? Mm-hmm. So even though people were home, we can still do that by remote coaching, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not something that you or even I had a, lo- a ton of experience with, but we were forced into this position of, all right, you just gotta make do with what you have. And if you don't have the physical space to have everyone gather and meet together, how do you deliver fitness to people outside of here? So we, do- we were doing Zoom classes. Um, then we were also, on top of that, customizing workouts for people individually at home. So mm-hmm. even if they couldn't make the Zoom workout, um, Than they were doing workouts on their own. And I think a big piece of this is realizing that, you know, we don't, people pay money, but they don't necessarily pay for access to equipment, Mm. right? Like that's a piece of it. But paying access for the gym, paying access for equipment, like they could do that at a regular Globo Gym. Yeah. Right? Theoretically, like it's the same thing. And actually, a gl- regular Global Gym or Lifetime Fitness has more equipment, mm. right? So it's not really that that they're paying for. Um, what they're really paying for is being able to not have to think. Uh, mm. So, as a member, you know, we get a ton of people coming in and they say, Well, I just, I just don't want to think. I just, I just want you to tell me what to do and, and, and I'll do it, right? Mm. So, usually, what that means is they show up here, we have the workout written on the board which is basically telling them what to do. And then as a coach, we're here coaching them in class. So there's obviously some education aspect to it as well in terms of coaching. But once we were remote, the accountability piece of telling them what to do by giving them a customized workout based on whatever equipment they had at home,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: then checking in with them uh, to make sure that they actually did the workout. And if they didn't, like trying to figure out you know, how we can help them, um, kept our people, kept a lot of our people um, at least maintaining some sort of fitness level. It might not be, you know, the strength that they were used to, it might not be even the frequency because they had the the kids at home or they had to pivot for their own work at Mm -hmm. home or, you know, unfortunately we saw people being furloughed or or laid off. So you know, for us, it was very much taking, you know, these lemons that we got basically and trying to make as much lemonade as we could and making the best out of it.
0: Yeah. It, it was definitely an experience uh, for me personally, adapting to that style because I've never worked out by myself mm-hmm. at, at home. I've always went to some sort of gym Yep. and then now for the last six years, it's been inside of a gym like this. Yep. Uh, so coaching wise it was, I'm glad that we were able to do that yep. and help people keep on some type of fitness plan mm-hmm. uh, because it's there's just so many overall benefits to working out right and they improve mental health physical health yep. everything that everybody needed during that time it's, I mean still needs now but
1: yeah I mean everyone was going through so much stress right of the unknown and so whatever we could provide to give them something to focus on and give them something to do whether it was every day or every other day or whatever you know frequency plan they were on hopefully helped bring a little bit of normalcy even though it wasn't The normal way we would work out it was at least something that gave them something to do yeah Um, so yeah it was uh, just something that we had to make do for those 83 or so days Mm -hmm. Um, and then once we were back open even then some people stayed on that because they weren't comfortable you know coming back in person even though we were outside Um, so yeah, I mean, I give you a lot of credit to you guys, the, the coaches, because it, it, it's not what you necessarily signed up for. But um, everyone went with it, and there were there were no complaints. There was there was all hands on deck. Mm-hmm. It was um, so it was very reassuring to me to be working with you guys. In that, you know, this isn't what anybody expected to be doing in terms of coaching, but you made the best out of it and, and there was no resistance, there was no complaining, there was no uh, hesitation. It was just, all right, let's get to work, right? Mm. Um, so that that to me is also part of that, that bright spot or that that high of like, hey, we pivoted, yes, for our members for sure, because you know, we're a service-based business and at the end of the day, our, our mission is to get people fit for life and we can still do that remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, it might not be ideal, it might not be what we you know, initially signed up for, but um, you need a team of people to do that as well, like unless, you know, there were only, you know, 10, 10 to 20 people that I alone would handle. But when you have, you know, well over 100, um, then you need a team of people to do that. So. Yeah.
0: You, you have other things that you need to take care of. You can't. Yeah. You can't manage that many people by, by yourself uh what would you say was probably one of the biggest takeaways of the year like maybe it was an issue and it's easy to say COVID it could be something that was COVID related or maybe it's something different overall
1: yeah I think the biggest takeaway is that really anything can happen (laughs) um and and I hope that this is the worst of it in the sense of like you know, people, you know, we, we, whenever winter comes, right. I always think about, well, what if we have to shut down for snow, right? Like that up until this point has kind of been like the biggest issue in terms of like, (laughs) you know, being open or not. Right. So this yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. So this is, um, this puts perspective on what we do. I think if anything, the biggest takeaway is, is refocusing or, or keeping in mind what the important things are, Mm -hmm. right? Like, why do we exist? We exist to make people's lives better. We exist to um, create a community. It might not be in person all the time but you know we were doing Zoom happy hours and Zoom trivia nights and uh, keeping people engaged and and keeping people connected because I feel like for everybody whether they're members here or not, whether they do CrossFit or not or even work out or not, um, some sort of community, some sort of connection to people definitely is important. I mean, there's a reason why Zoom, you know, everyone was on Zoom over the pandemic. It wasn't like people stayed at home and just didn't talk to anybody. Like, if anything, there was even a greater need for connection Mm. if they weren't seeing people, you know, face to face. So, you know, we are a a place that people come to work out, but um, at the same time, to me, the biggest, piece of it is, or a bigger piece of it is that we work out together mm-hmm. and we deliver fitness, but with a, a greater purpose, a greater reason, yeah. right? So that people can, can take their fitness and, you know, be healthy for their family or be healthy for work or, you know, uh, not take as many sick days or be able to bring groceries in in one trip or, you know, whatever whatever they need to do. Um, so you know, they may only come here for an hour to work out, um, but it's, it's with the greater, the greater purpose in mind. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, what are you looking forward to in the next year?
1: Oh man, I'm looking forward to so much. Um, <laughs> I'm looking forward to um, getting through winter, uh, both weather-wise, because mm-hmm. I know, you know, some people were uh, nervous coming in inside. So once weather, warmer weather, gets here, I think it'll be uh, uh, offer more options to be outside or not. Um, mm. I'm excited for a vaccine, um, <laughs> which as of today, today was the first or no, yesterday this was the first day that um, uh, I think the very first person in the UK was like a 90 year old uh, who, oh, who wow. got the first vaccination there. Right. Nice. So like this is all just starting. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for um, the vaccine. Um, I I think uh, people will be itching to to get back into a fitness routine, um, and also back to seeing people you know somewhat normally. Mm-hmm. So I'm very bullish on you know kind of just making it through this winter and and coming out ready to you know take in however many people we can we can get in. Yeah. Um, you know from a business perspective um, we are also planning on moving our, our space, uh, which has been um, a time in the making, but you know with COVID and, and those delays and everything, nice. um, we're looking to move to another building on campus so to offer more space. Now it wasn't the plan because of COVID to, to go to a place you know where people can spread out more. but um, even when a vaccine comes, I think people will still be a little bit nervous of not quite, you know, jumping on top of each other and, and hugging and, and all that and yeah. whatever. So, um, you know, to have some, some extra room, I think will be, be worth it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, in general, I'm, I'm very uh, excited for 2021.
0: Yeah. yeah. A lot can happen in a year, as we Clearly. As Clearly as a seen. lot can happen in a year. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: No, you could not, <laughs> no screenwriter could have predicted this in a year's time
1: yeah so and it's still going like I yeah, mean, we're. it's, not, it's not like it's over by any means um, no. so it, by the time this even comes out right like who knows yeah. what's going to happen in the next week or two yeah. weeks but um yeah you, you,
0: it's too hard to predict right now mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll see what happens over the next year
1: what about from your perspective i mean you came in like this time last year
0: Yep, this is when, right around this time is when I started working out here. and started dropping in, getting to meet the community. Uh, And then began, like, the last week of December, first week of January. Uh, It was very interesting, because I, I mean, like, I've known you, I've known Lamb, I've known a few of the members. Right. But a majority of the members I have not met before. Right. Uh, So having that experience from just, starting as a coach mm-hmm. is very different from where I was before where I began as a member mm-hmm. and then progressed to becoming a coach mm-hmm. uh, and coached most of the people that were I was coaching they came after me right. or right around the time that I was there yeah. so I've got to see them from day one here I got to learn everybody mm-hmm. I got to learn all their uh, skills, weaknesses, where we need to improve, what they need to kind of motivate them to push a little bit harder, or what to look for when they should probably scale back or modify a little bit, Uh, which takes time. Uh, But I I feel like everybody was open and honest with what they were looking for. Mm -hmm. So it made it very easy for me to identify how I could help them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's been a lot of fun to get to know everybody, to get to work out alongside everybody and to really uh, improve my skills as a coach because what works for somebody who's maybe a little bit more competitive Mm -hmm. might not be the same for somebody who's looking just to uh, personify the fit for life mentality. Yeah. So that was also a learning curve for me, Uh, adapting that for this, Particular style, because yep. uh, I mean there are people here who want that l- slight more competitive, but it's also a hybrid of the two uh, two mantras. Yep. So it's it's been a lot of fun
1: Good.
0: figuring out and determining what I need to do as a coach. Right. But uh, it's been a great, and then also like just learning space management, time management with uh, a slightly different space size. Yep. Uh, the challenge in the beginning but once you figure it out and you start thinking a little bit more a little bit more prep time then it's i mean it's been like a well, well a little machine since then
1: and what are you looking forward to in 2021
0: 2021 uh hopefully more classes in uh like in person just <laughs> because uh that's what i think everybody wants yeah but Overall, I mean, I'm looking for that space as well. Looking Mm -hmm. forward to the space, the newer space, uh, getting a vaccine so that we can uh, get back to our, what will be a new normal. Right. Uh, But also just hopefully being able to help more people. Mm -hmm. Uh, Seeing our classes full has been wonderful. That's why I want to add, like, eventually be able to add on more classes because that means more people are coming in. Yep. looking to improve, prove themselves, yep. uh, help live better lives. So,
1: yeah. Two other things that we didn't touch on was the um, the Greg Glassman stuff. So, um, you know, through that throughout
0: was in, that was in that was twenty years ago, right?
1: That was twenty years ago, twenty twenty. Yep. It was twenty years ago, aka um, June, five months ago. Yeah. Um, which you know, I, I think, again, uh, being being able to pivot. Um, is helpful because, you know, you had this guy who started this movement, which, you know, net-net is incredibly positive for people to discover, you know, uh, strength training, high intensity interval training, you know, the the stuff that we call CrossFit, but, you know, so incredibly brilliant guy, but also not uh, the most PC either. And, you know, he comes out with these comments that honestly just didn't speak for us as affiliates. And it's definitely not us personally here, but, and so to be able to pivot and say, all right, you know, what, what does having well, and we have the the hoodies on, but you know, (laughs) what does having cross it in our name convey to let's say people who don't know us, right? Like our own members, when the Greg Glassman drama had happened, had every confidence in us that we were not representative of, of his remarks. And so, theoretically, we, we didn't need to r- really do anything per se. Yeah. However, we also know that, you know, there are people out in the public. There are people that, you know, could associate us with um, this guy who's, you know, literally across the country and his words. Plus, also, we were going to get— we were going to change the outward-facing name anyway, because in offering more things like yoga, kids, um, nutrition coaching personal training which we had always done um, you know the word CrossFit kind of conveys more than or actually not not enough of, of what we do yeah um, and and for some people it also conveys you know uh, a higher intensity or you know a or more bro setting than than what we have here right yeah. so to go to Kana Fitness um, and, and still even transitioning you know because there's so much branding that we've done um i think we well i know we would have done anyway but that just kind of accelerated the process yeah so to layer that on top of all the COVID stuff um definitely was a challenge but but a worthwhile one um uh, yeah so i don't know if you have yeah. any thoughts on that but
0: i uh, know i i mean i i agree it's that one person can't speak for all of us and i do love that about being an affiliate versus a -hmm. franchise Mm -hmm. Uh, because i did field a lot of questions from people who don't know the crossfit world that much right as soon as those uh that tweet went out and then as more and more came out about him Mm -hmm. i kept having to field more and more questions but like you said the people that we serve here they know that we are no way related to whatever he says or the way right. he thinks. We're entirely different. Right. Um, and I, I think that's, I love that they know that and they understand it. And I would hope that everybody else looking in begins to learn learn that as well. That that's not who I would say a majority of affiliate owners are, right. a, a majority of gyms are. It's like, you come here for a good workout safe workout have fun
1: yeah exactly um so i think you know all that did was just accelerate a process that we were already going to do anyway yeah um, and then the other thing that we didn't do was uh, the open because oh, yeah. that was going to be in the fall <laughs> yeah and then um you know it basically Went between back. the the acquisition of crossfit inc to you know uh, being bought by eric rosa Um, and then that COVID and then, you know, with the acquisition, you know, Rosa wanting to move it back to the spring. So Mm -hmm. shifting it basically from a fall event, which only last year, I think, was the only that we did in the fall, which, you know, it would have continued theoretically, but those other two things shifted it back to the spring. So we've essentially gone. um, It'll be, you know, about a year and a half or so slightly less between opens. Yeah. Um, so we something I'm looking forward to in 2021 is hopefully being able to run some sort of open. Yeah. Because while none of us here are looking to make it to the next level, per se, mm. um, it it's it's still an elevated atmosphere if, oh, if yeah. we can make it work. Yeah. Um, and so by that time, hopefully, the weather is nicer and we can have doors open. And it might not look the same as in the past, where you know we have uh, well we're probably gonna have to space people out and whatever but yeah. the open is a time that people can kind of see what they can do in terms of their limits and not that they have to do it they can just come in and just work out but yeah. um every weekend having a workout to do that everyone else in this you know crossfit space is doing uh around the world it, it is also doing. So you're doing the same workout as, you know, 300 to 500,000 other people across the world. Yeah. You know, to me, that's super cool. Um, yeah,
0: I am looking forward to that. Yeah. It, it feels like forever. Yeah. I mean, last year in 2019, we had two in one year, right. then we go a year without it.
1: Yeah, exactly, so, yeah.
0: exactly. It's a bizarre feeling.
1: Yeah, so uh, I, yeah, I don't know what that's gonna look like. It's scheduled to be the end of February and into March. Um, mm-hmm. As of right now, they could always push that back you know, depending on how, you know, um, the vaccine situation is and everything. But um, well,
0: yeah. only time will tell.
1: Well, we'll have to see and make do. Yeah. But just like with anything else, we're, you know, ready, willing and damped. able to pivot. And even if it means having our own version, you know, the if, that, if that needs to be the case, then, then we'll we'll figure it out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. It'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to getting back to it. I mean, the last, the 2019... Spring open, I missed most of it due to traveling. Mm. So I'm, I'm looking forward to,
1: okay.
0: yep. to doing it again. Yep. It'll be a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, yeah. Any last remarks about the year? Or just want to say sayonara to 2020 and welcome 2021 with open arms?
1: Yeah, definitely welcoming 2021 open arms. You know, I don't think, I think a lot of people are ready for 2020 to be done for sure, but I also don't think, you know, January 1 twenty twenty one it's, it's going to be world. completely different yeah. um, i think I think it's going to take some time, but as a whole twenty twenty one I think is going to be uh, so much so much better and I, and just one of those things of like no, you would never wish for a pandemic to happen, but you know because it's happening and because we're getting through it, it's back to that you know saying of like what doesn't kill you will only make you stronger. Like being able to get through something like this, both as a business, but then also personally for each of us, um, I think just makes us more resilient. Yeah. So, you know, in the beginning when COVID first happened, we ran a resilience challenge. I mean, it was like a a nutrition fitness mindset type challenge. And that hasn't changed in the sense of like this whole year has been a challenge, but because we have been stressed by this, we also will be stronger for it. Just like yeah. lifting weights and doing exercise stresses your body and stresses your muscles and your cardiovascular system. And you go through, you go through that breakdown of muscle and then build up. Yeah. That to me is the same thing in terms of emotionally and mentally what's going on with COVID. It's yeah. like, we're, we're breaking it down only to, you know, eventually be back even stronger than we were before. Yeah. So, um, yeah, a lot of analogies, but yeah.
0: the one that comes to my mind: is pressure makes diamonds. That'll pressure appreciate. Pressure makes diamonds.
1: Yeah. Simple yep. as it is. Yep.
0: All right. Well, here's to 21, 2021. 20,
1: yep. So long. See you 2020. <laughs> yeah.
0: See ya never again. Yeah,
1: that's right. Please listen carefully.